Hey everyone, it's Ian Eisenberg. It's my first episode in a while. Thank you for listening. Today I have Aaron McSterling. You may know him as Mr. McSterling, lifestyle extraordinaire. Listen to the show, it is Eisenberg. Good Eisenberg. Welcome to your favorite podcast. You are listening to Eisenberg with your host, Ian Eisenberg. Ian interviews people he finds interesting, some of them he knows and others he does not. You can find us on our website, yourfavoritepodcast.com. And now, here's your host, Ian Eisenberg. And good Eisenberg, everybody. Thank you for joining us today. My guest is Aaron McSterling. He is going to tell us about his coaching and networking practice, about people living with the life that they want. And this sounds exciting. Aaron, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. This is really cool. It's like um, I knew Aaron years ago. We both worked in the movie theater business years ago, yes. and now neither of us are there. So, and, and that's an that's an exciting development. So, tell me about exactly what you're working on right now, and um, and all this stuff that I've seen popping up on my social media in like the recent months and year or so. So, um, I have branded myself as a lifestyle extraordinaire. And what that is, is basically me living in my authentic truth, me being who I was created to be, and also sharing my life story and uh, inspiring others to live in their authentic truth and then to, to shift their perception of how they view their dreams as not, much, not so as dreams, but as your life's calling. Exciting. So, um, so tell me, like, what kind of practices and what kind of things um, would you be able to lead people into to get to them to that point? So, I have a program. It's called Six Degrees of Transformation, and I I really work out of the law of attraction, where we design the six most important areas of your life. What I deem your life. So that's your financial life, your physical being, your career, your relationships your uh, spiritual being, and then also your mental health. So I take them through this journey where we really just sit down and we discuss what is a life that mean, that's perfect for you, where you are authentic, where you worry, you have no worries, you have no judgments, where you could just be yourself. And that's where the space I work out of. Like I said, is this, is this an in-person practice? Is this stuff that's done online or over the phone? So it's done either in person. It could be done over the online via Skype or FaceTime. Um, those are the main, the two main areas that we work out of. So that way you, you can uh, definitely get this either if you're across the world or you're right here in Maryland where I'm based out of. Like that. So you're in Maryland. You're like um, you're closer to the D.C. area. Yes, I am about 15 minutes from D.C. So I'm in Prince George's County, where it's very conveniently located to uh, D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. Excellent. And, and do you work with groups with individuals? Um, I haven't started with groups yet. That is in my future plans. Right now, I work with individuals one on one. So I can really create that safe space environment. And then also I can also, uh, have a repertoire of getting to know different uh, different groups of people. 
And for those people who are listening to this interview months or years later, yes, that has already started already. But yeah, so that's one thing I think that's really cool about having an interview. It's recorded. It's a snapshot of where we are now. And listening years later, it might seem dated, or sometimes you'll just say you'll just hear things that are coming soon that have come and have grown. And I think that is something that is exciting about being able to listen to an interview. Yes, definitely. And that's the beauty. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Uh, that's the beauty of life as where you, you record where you are now, but months later you see the growth and you really just bask in that joy and seeing how far you've come. Excellent. So uh, tell us about, about your journey to getting to this practice. Like, Okay. Like how you grew up, and it's like as we were talking a little bit um, before we started recording about just your just life experiences and things that have drawn you to wanting to be able to work with people to create differences and create transformation in their lives. So, um, in order to go through my story, I always start with a quote from Titanic. Um, when I first heard it back in 1998 or 99, it hit me and it resonated with me, but I didn't understand why. Um, so the quote is, I am standing in the crowded room screaming at the top of my lungs and no one even looks up. Um, I'm not sure if you're familiar with Titanic, but that's a quote from Rose DeRepucator who says that, you know, no one, no one hears her, no one sees her. She feels like she's invisible. Um, so very vividly, I remember my stepfather at the time, and my mother would have arguments, but it seemed more, much more that my stepfather was yelling at my mom, who was severely depressed, and most times uh, she was present in body, but really absence and presence. Um, and I would hear him yell that how I would end up as a sissy and how most of my female family members were negatively affecting me or who I would become. So started from those com- overhearing those conversations to being punished, sometimes even beaten, for simply being myself. And that actually forced me into a box of rejection and fear of who I was. So uh, growing up being gay was wildly uh, frowned upon and looked as an abomination. And you know, you get so many negative connotations of the homosexual lifestyle. So with all of that, I shifted my life to seeking acceptance. I really was longing for it. So whether it was seeking acceptance for my stepfather, um, trying to be present with my mother, or even my biological father, who also rejected me, um, was the cornerstone of my life. So um, just real brief, you know, my, my biological father was, he was present in my life, but he wasn't healthy for my life. Um, I remember a conversation we had is very vividly. He would uh, ask me, and well, he would tell me that he would give my, make my mother give me a paternity test um, before he would ever have to pay a dime in child support. So that kind of gives you the background of the relationship I had with my father. Wow. Yeah. So, you know, life was no crystal stare for me, but it took that anger and rejection and went, and in my adulthood, I had this false sense of self and who I was. And it really, that really shifted me to not really care about my parents or the people I found that I kept around me. 
Um, I found myself still being rejected, but not this time by family members, but by friends or men that I was attracting based on the mindset that I had. Um, so just to fast forward a little bit, I, I had these things, what I call divine interventions that has always kept me and that I believe will always keep me. Um, but I had to look over my life and I realized that there was a little boy deep inside of me when I was young that never let go based on who I was and never, uh, believed the, the things that people around me were telling me. So with that, and then many, many counseling and coaching sessions, I really uh, learned to acknowledge and feel the hurt, but I never allowed the hurts to define my life and the outcome that I would have. Um, so that's a little bit about my story, where I've been, and how I used that experience to resonate with so many other people, because I, I, there's so many other people out there who have been told just based on their dreams, you know, you either you're not good enough, you're not smart enough, you're not attractive enough, you're just not enough to be who you want to be, who you knew, who you know you are created to be. So um, Oprah says this very, very nicely. Use your life as a lesson. And that's when it hit me that I should use my life as a lesson because I don't want anybody else to, all, to ever feel like the little boy that I felt being rejected and being pushed in the box. Yeah. Yes, thank you so much for allowing me and giving me the opportunity to share my story. You're welcome. And what type and what kind of um, what kind of education or um, like books or movies or transformational things have have you come through that have inspired you into building what you're what you're doing as Mr. McSterling? So, uh, Mr. McSterling or Lifestyle Extraordinaire has always been a part of my life. I realized that I was always this very extra, very over-the-top, very entertaining person. Um, but to get a kind of a background, I've read many books. Um, right now, I'm reading the work by, um, excuse me, his name escapes me already. The work. Yeah, it's the work by Westmore. Excuse me, Westmore. Um, so I, I read a ton of books. I go, I t attend workshops. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with Ayala Van Zant. I am not, and but now I will be. <laughs> she is amazing. She has a, her own show, Ayala uh, Fix My Life, on OWN. Um, however, one of her, one of the people that she has coached is really my spiritual advisor and she coaches me and she takes me on different practices and she shows me how to really connect with people and also how to move them from where they are in life to where they want to go. So that's uh, pretty much where I get my coaching background, if you will. 
And, and for people who want to find, figure out their own coaching practices, like what advice would you give to them? Uh, so there are a ton of coaching practices online. I suggest that you just really do your research and look through the curriculum and make sure you choose what resonates with you. Um, a lot of, and, and these things aren't cheap. These are, you know, in the thousands of dollars. So you want to make sure you are turning your, your coaching work somewhere that you feel at home with and based on your spiritual values, your, uh, your mental values and things that you really connect with. That's good to know because I don't think someone wants to waste a lot of money on just creating a job or a career that doesn't excite them and doesn't exactly. want them to get out of bed every day. But how many of us actually do that, right. though? If you think about it, how many of us are actually getting out of bed, wasting? It might not be wasting money, but we're wasting, we're wasting the value of our lives. We're wasting precious moments with family and friends and loved ones because we're, we're going to a job that we just do not love. So that's also a part of, you know, my work is to shift that and awaken the souls of people to understand that you only have one life to live and we are here for a reason and a purpose. So we need to fulfill that. Excellent. And then one, another thing you also mentioned besides the coaching is, is networking and tell me about what you're doing in terms of the networking aspect of, of what you're doing. So, for the networking, I host gatherings either at my house or different um, local places where, excuse me, where I, I just bring different people from different backgrounds together where they, I, you know, I strategically plan who will be in attendance because I know, uh, for example, Byron might be working well with Ronnie or Sharon might work well with Gail. Um, so I put them together in the same room so we can just have a dialogue and see how uh, we can connect those people and their ideas to further their living and their authentic truth and living in their passions. So I host these I host these events um, right now. It's about once a month. I am looking to by the time, you know, months from now, I'll be hosting it more regularly. Uh, so it just they're very nice. Their kickbacks is what I like to call them because I don't like to go in this as work or how this is a grand scale with your suit and tie. You just come as who you are and, you know, you, you be who yourself are. You just connect with people. That, that sounds great just in terms of how you're building everything. Yeah, so where can we find Mr. McSterling Lifestyle Extraordinaire online? Um, so I am most active on Instagram, and that is at Mr. McSterling, and that's MC and Sterling like the silver. And I also have my website, amicsterling.com, where you'll see a lot of updates. You can find the six degrees of transformation and other things that I'm working on. Sounds great. Any final thoughts before we go today? Um, no, I just want to say, and I applaud you and I congratulate you because as you said earlier, we've worked in the movie industry together many, many years ago. And just knowing who you were then, I knew that there was something else for your life. And I always wanted to connect with that. And I am glad to see that it's just unfolding in front of my eyes. I'm glad to be a part of it. Yes. And I'm glad to see where you're going. So 
Aaron, thank you for being on the show. Aaron McSterling, Mr. McSterling, lifestyle extraordinaire. Yes, thank you so much. Thank you for listening to Eisenberg. You can find us at yourfavoritepodcast.com as well as Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn, and wherever you listen to podcasts. Thank you, and have a great Eisenberg, everybody.